Ladies and gentlemen, nerds, nerdettes, blurticorns, and blurs alike, welcome to the Blurticorn Speaks podcast. And here are your hosts, Angie and Montel. One. And we are back. Welcome. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, homie, what's going on? How are you? I'm well. Good. Oh, Mike is sounding crisp with a pop filter there. <laughs> That's because I have it at an appropriate distance. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. I'm Hopefully happy. I can keep my black ass still and I won't be twitching and stuff. So. That's all right. Well, you know what? We can still <laughs> hear your melodious voice. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Blurred Corn Speaks podcast. We have us a special guest tonight. We got somebody who is an expert in her field and she is as blurdy as they come. And I'm excited. As a matter of fact, I'm going to let Miss Angie do the intro. Well, you for, you missed the part. You forgot to say, hey, it's your boy, Pontes. Oh, my bad. My fault. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Montel. And it's your beautiful black bibliophile, Miss Angie, the foodie. Now, officially, and we have, welcome. And we have a special guest. <laughs> yes. With us this evening, you know, and... Uh, she is entering into the podcast realm, but she is also a yes. respected uh, midwife, and she goes by the moniker of the kinky midwife, and I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, 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 everybody. So, yes, my name is Nikki, and I also call myself the kinky midwife because I am the one that will talk about the things that people are too ashamed to talk about. Yes, but um, I'm so happy to be here tonight. So thank you for having me. Oh thank my you gosh. for being with us. This is so I'm awesome. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this conversation. You, her, Angie and I both, because when, when Angie mentioned you, I said, yes, let's do this. Come on, let's go. Yeah, I'm down yeah. for it. Because, Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Believe me, don't, don't, don't let the smooth skin fool you. There's a lot more going on this coconut than a little bit, so I ain't afraid. Let's go. But I uh, love it. I'm here for all of that. I appreciate oh, you. My God. But yeah, you we, know, as always, we have a guest. We got to keep it. We got to stay within our time frame. <laughs> <laughs> it never, it, we have tried so many times to keep it within time. It never works out. Never. Okay. So, so we're going we're to do it tonight though. Cause you know, it just so happens that the kinky midwife is currently attending a birth. <laughs> she is on the job y'all. She's on the job. She For is sure. on the job. Yeah, so see, if y'all hear some moaning in the back, you'll know what that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. just use your imagination. Just it, it, oh my yeah. gosh, no, no, yeah. because it's the wrong. I'm like, yeah, you think that? Yeah. Go ahead. So you know, you know, Miss um, Nikki took care of me really briefly when I was carrying Sydney. I started out with her as a um. wife. So she used to then they bring- separated us. They then made they us go stop. in different quarters. They were like, nah, mm-mm. that's too much trouble in one place. Oh, goodness. So you were helping her bring good things to life, huh? <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, Nikki, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Appreciate you. We're looking for- I'm looking forward to this. So we're going to jump right into it. Right so- into it. So we're going to, well, no, we have our blurred bag, remember? It's- we so- do our 
Oh, I've never queued it up. Ooh. Yeah, so we're going to start a new segment, um, you know, because it's 2021 and we're trying to do some bigger and better things. And uh, we do actually listen to our listener comments mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to play a sound clip from a comment um, that one of our, from our listening bag. You know, we can't call it a mailbag. We're going to call it our listener bag. One of our main and, supporters. Uh, and then, yeah, and we got, we like, got a little something, something to say. So, uh, you know, leave us a voice comment and you may be featured on a future episode of the podcast. So, mm-hmm. uh, and Webster style just for you, bro. Sorry about the code red. Um, I, I can't touch it. I can't. Sorry. Listen, for honorable mention, here you go. What in the world? I cannot. I can't hear anything. Nobody like that shit. Oh my god! But you know what? Everybody tastes buds is different. That's true. (laughs) So I'm just telling y'all that there are some of us who liked. Mountain Dew code red. I'm just saying. Uh, that was the trashiest Mountain Dew, but you know what? I respect the opinion. Ugh, couldn't do it. Yeah, I think he's the only one that likes that shit. I think he does. It's a, it must be a light skin thing. I don't know because I can't. I tried. We're not gonna talk about colorism. So there's your honorable mention, sir. Advocate for code red. Okay. Look, I'm team cold red. That's what got me through school. Okay. So (laughs) y'all talk junk about it. Listen, cold red was some good stuff. It kept me up and got them papers written. Okay. You a a G. You're better than me. Wine gets mine written, believe it or not. I'm a a chair. We're going to go back to our listener bag. And this week's comment comes from Ms. CK. Every single activity under the cloud. Um, uh, babysitting their kids, like you know, the parents pet, like you know, the kids in in soccer, they're in ballet, they're in this, and I'm like, okay, like one or two of those things, but they're in like they have five different things, and it always makes me say, do you just not like spending time with your kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, you know, using everything else to babysit their kids, but you know. Take it. Oh. Mm. I would have to say that I wholeheartedly uh, agree with this. Mm-hmm. Um, simply because I remember when my when my kids were little, you know, as I said before, and um when they have so many activities, it's like, when do you see, (laughs) when do you see your kids? When do you have time, you know, for yourself? So I I completely agree with that. And I feel like once a kid gets to a certain age where they can come to me and say, hey, I want to play basketball. I want to do soccer, chess. You know, I want to stream on Twitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then you can pour in behind those activities. But I I had often wondered myself, you know, 
every every single every single day your kid has an activity you know when do you have time for yourself when do they have time for themselves just to fill and to just be a kid you know facts I was that parent once and I told babe my whole fucking weekend was packed I only had two days off a week and my two days off I spent taking Bailey to every place she had to go and then I had Dylan and I'm like okay now I got two kids and you got all these activities you gotta pick two two that's it one on a weekend and one on a weekday wow you know and so then we had time to just you know then she had time to read and write and think about being a dream interpreter you know she's my boho kid okay (laughs) was that our only one yeah that's our only one all right yep well, CK, thank you again for always being a supporter for us. You always seem to have a comment for, and the comments mean a lot. And I, you definitely make good points. So we appreciate that. We appreciate it. And we do listen. Yes, we do. Indeed, we do. Right. And we laugh because your her enthusiasm, it's, all, it's always infectious. All always right. infectious. So we got one RIP. And thanks to Miss Nikki for telling us this because I had no idea. <laughs> hmm? We're doing speak out. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll do the RIP after the speak out then. Okay. Yeah, we do them after. We're we just we bounce around like that. It's just what we do. Yeah. It's always the same. I can show you my notes. Oh my goodness. Anywho. <laughs> anywho. So we're gonna get to the speak out. So as always, ladies go first. So I I'm guess let, go first. I'm gonna let y'all duke it out who goes first. Because <laughs> I know I'm Ms. last. Nikki. Go ahead, girl. Listen, my speak out today is Senator Louise Lucas of the Virginia General Assembly for putting it down in the Senate hearing today. She shut it down and was not playing any games. So she gets the speak out for the year for that. Thank you, ma'am. We appreciate you. And I'm also asking my sorrow. What was the Senate hearing about? So today we were listening to, I have two bills that are out there. One is House Bill 1817, which will give independent practice to nurse midwives. And the other one is House Bill 1953 with a companion Senate Bill Mm -hmm. 1930, which would give certified midwives licensure in the state of Virginia. Right now they're not licensed, but we want to bring them in. And we will be state number seven to have certified midwives licensed. So we were having that Senate hearing and one of the senators brought up um, that there needed to be a study about the safety and efficacy of nurse midwives. And it was also pointed out that we have already demonstrated safety and efficacy that there have been numerous studies and decades of research. And she basically was like, uh, not today. And she also gave (laughs) us a shout out by saying that she and her siblings were delivered by midwives and Senator Mamie Locke also stated that she was delivered by a midwife. So all of that extra conversation was unnecessary and I loved it. If you yes. are on the Twitter yes. feed, um, VA plan, 
gave a whole shout out and talked about that in their Twitter feed. I was like, yep, retweet. Yes. Oh my gosh. My youngest, my youngest is my only child, even though I have been cared for by midwives for three of my pregnancies, three of my five. And my youngest one is the only one that was actually delivered by a midwife. And I would have to say, hands down, that was my best birth experience. Hands down. She took my, my, um, my wants and my birth plan very seriously and into consideration. And, you know, and I loved it. And I had some fears and she put my fears aside and gave it to me straight <laughs> with no chaser. <laughs> and she was like, I don't been here. I don't came to work two nights and you in labor. <laughs> we having a baby tonight. And we did. <laughs> it's like enough of this de- delay and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, give us a chance. You know, those other people made some mistakes and that's okay. It happens. They're human, but give us a chance and we're going to get this baby out tonight. And uh, she got Miss City out. All right. And I was very pleased. Very, very pleased. All right, Miss Angie. So what about you? So my speak out tonight is going to one of the members of my alliance. Y'all know um, I'll be, I be serious about my gaming alliances, guilds, whatever, the, whatever said game calls it. And um, I'm, you know, I loved my old alliance in Looney Tunes World of Mayhem, but I am in love with my new alliance because you know they're just they're so fun and they're so understanding and laid back at the same time but about their business like midwives (laughs) and so my shout out goes to um one of my new alliance members goes by the name of taz who took the time to look at my whole collection of tunes, analyzed all of my uh, characters and gave me some tips and pointers on how to not only increase my collection power, but also just all around have a better experience with the game and, um, and then to be able to contribute more to the Alliance. And I'm really appreciative of that. People charge for that now. You know, people make money to, you know, analyze other people's game accounts. And this person I wish I knew if it was a man or a woman sorry I should have asked um took the time out to analyze not one particular area but my entire roster and then gave me details step by step of what I needed to do what I needed to work on first you know what not to work on and also gave me tips on you know just how I was wasting time you know like I told y'all I play for fun, but I can play for fun and yet still focus on um, building up my tunes and my collection power. So um, tonight, my shout out goes out to Taz from the Avamaniacs in Looney Tunes World of Mayhem. Big ups to you, my brother, sister, friend, alliance mate. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to ask him, I'm gonna ask him tomorrow. Um, are you a man or a woman? It's a man, though. I'm miscellaneous figure it Mm -hmm. out (laughs) so that is my speak out guys all right 
Uh, my speak out tonight goes to a a group. My first uh, my first multi group tonight. I had a blurticorn combo on IG, and you guys know that that's when I do my Instagram live, and I spotlight blurs in the community and what they do and everything. So tonight I had uh, had a chance to. I've been waiting to chop it up with this group of now. It's, it's now it's not even a trio anymore. It's it's a quartet of young men, young black men called Three Little Blurreds. And they are advocates big time in the blur community. Um, I had a chance to talk to Brandon, who is the president and co-founder of the group. And they are expansive. When I tell you, they are got their hands in everything from social media to content creation to merchandise, uh, media itself. Then, And it was a lot of fun. And what I loved hearing about them was the passion that they have for the community, supporting everybody, inclusivity, positivity, and everything else, and just acknowledgement. And it was an awesome chop session. So I wanted to shout them out for what they're doing. And of course, they consider me their grand uncle. So that's uh, that's always always fun to hear. I'm either a brother or an uncle. So I as <laughs> I go figure, I am I'm related to you now. So definitely speak out go big big ups to Brandon and the crew thank you guys for just being a part and being positive and just moving forward and just progressing I appreciate y'all all right so now can can we can we do the all righty good folks so we have those, all kind of problems today it happens you know sometimes the best things happen and the worst things happen but it's how mm -hmm. we adapt to it and we're sexy about it anyway, so it don't even matter. <laughs> yep, first. All right, so we had one RIP, thanks to our wonderful, esteemed guest. Mm -hmm. um, I had no idea. Um, Me either. So we lost a titan in the music industry, Miss Mary Wilson, who was one of the original members of the Supremes, has passed away at the age of 76. Wow. Mm -hmm. We are losing our queens, y'all. Our royalty is going home. Ain't nothing to it. But, you know, I grew up with the Supremes and Temptations and everybody else. And I grew up with Cicely Tyson as well. And so mm -hmm. it's like, goodness. And it's bad that we're, it's just like, okay, who's next? Who are we going to lose? Who is going to end I up going home? I think it's just that time, though. Remember, it's not like these are young people. These are people who have lived very long fulfilling lives and true so, they've lived a lifetime yes so you know it, it's you know i think about you know people every day when i pick up my phone and you know i open it up and i see betty white's photo and i'm just like oh my god and no it's just talking about some <laughs> new show she owns <laughs> betty white is not gonna die she's just gonna transmogrify death becomes her you remember that movie mm, and they oh were like gosh. immortalized i think I she's think. gonna be a bet midler <laughs> i bet she's gonna be around for a minute no but kidding. i imagine it is like a hell of a concert going on somewhere else they're just smiling down and they're singing and having like the bomb concert up there right yes. girl, like, come, come on girl it's your time now yes girl. i ain't even mad so rest yeah. in peace and rest in music Miss Mary, thank you so much for Ms. what you've Mary done. Miss Mary, one of the original Supremes. Mm -hmm. Not a replacement. She like Latavia and uh, what's that other chick name that was? That's how memorable she is. I have no idea. 
That's how memorable she is, y'all. I don't know who is she. I don't know. All right. Miss Mary Wilson will be missed. Will oh. be missed. All right. So now we're going to move into our download. And of course, our guest can go first. Yes. Y'all know I done talked about Miss Nikki before. Because remember, I started that damn mafia. Is it Mafia Wars? Yes. No, no, Mafia City. What are you talking mafia about? City. Mafia City. Mafia Wars my... is an old school Facebook game. So mafia Oh, yeah. City. I was down with that one, too. Then I found Mafia City, and I got all addicted. Yeah, I'm a mob boss. I got my whole clan. I got everything oh, going on over you. there. Okay. So, yeah, listen. Don't play with me, because I got... You know, I got farms. I got all kind of money going on. I got serious with it because my farms generate without me even having to look there. Oh, yeah. Building up my mansion, my turf, all of that. All of that happens over in Mafia City. Mm-hmm. And me and all of my um, clan members from all over the world, which I don't know. Sometimes we have to talk about um, <laughs> what we're going to be doing, like, you know, cop raids. Because I'm on Eastern Standard Time in the United States. My mm. other friend might be on like China Time or somebody's in the UK. Mm. But anyway, that's what we do over there. Everybody's so, late to a raid. Everybody's point. late. Everybody's late because exactly. <laughs> the clocks are all wrong. <laughs> I know. So we have to use the actual game city time. Right. In order to identify when we're going to show up i was like oh okay got you wait that, let me see what, how many hours is that for me i'm like no that's two in the morning y'all won't see me at the cop rate this time sorry <laughs> so what time is yeah, this the games are in utc hmm? All, most of the games are on utc oh okay i just know i show up mm-hmm. but <laughs> Couple of games like that's my game that's my addiction we but my latest addiction new game <laughs> okay so a friend of mine mm-hmm. was like hey do you play pokemon i was like you talking about that game from like 100 years ago and he was like come on and play with me and i was like okay so what am i supposed to do with this i'm freaking addicted to that damn game i play oh, pokemon boy. every day Oh boy. I'm supposed to be paying attention. Why am I going to Pokestops <laughs> like as a part of my daily routine? Like going to make sure that, like, look, and I don't walk to the Pokestops. So, you know, I'm a lazy bitch. I'm in my car driving. I know where all the Pokestops are. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. These gyms are changing. Let me, we gotta, I gotta get these people out of here because I gotta put my people back in the gyms. So oh, yes. Gosh. It is ridiculous addiction. And oh it is goodness. terrible. It is real out here in these streets. With these- it is. It's bad. But if anybody wants to be my pokey friend, <laughs> I'm accepting friendships right now. Okay. Wow. Okay. I remember when this game came out, when they updated the Pokemon game or and I loved it because it got my fucking couch potato kids up off the couch. They were all out trying to catch pokies. <laughs> and i loved it i loved it it got them outside and it got them fresh air mm-hmm. i personally haven't you know haven't uh experienced the pokemon i started to a couple times and i was like you know i gotta leave something for the kids i like have TikTok. <laughs> i have i gave it a shot and it oh my gosh everybody was trying to give me advice I, i'm literally looking at them and going it's not that serious guys i could walk all over the street catch all the all the rattatas never find a Pika, uh, never find a Pikachu, 
find every Pidgeotto and everything else. I'm like, why am I getting all the trashy ones? And then they come up and found out that the uh, the Popeyes outside, right behind my house, is a Pokestop. What does that Listen, mean? I'm trying to tell you. So I was What's in Brooklyn. Stop? It was, it was, well, you go and you get items. You spin and you get items. Mm -hmm. So like the balls and all kind of other stuff. So I'm in Brooklyn. And this was when I first started playing Pokemon. All I had to do was sit in the house and just spin all the Pokestops all day long. And then it was bad because then there were like the little gyms where you can leave your Pokemon yeah. yep. in order to get points and stuff. I'm sitting in the house like, oh, wait, there's a gym. I don't have to leave. So I'm just doing all the spinning. I don't have money, like many Pokemon and all the little gyms and stuff. Oh, I was having a good time with it. Wow. Then man. I got mad when I left and I was like, wait, where the Pokestops? Like, I got to really go find one. Yeah. This is not, how it's, this is not <laughs> life right now. They were in place you yeah. wouldn't even expect. Like right here in Hampton Roads, found out that the store Atlantis is a gym. So everybody comes up in there and just says, okay, let's battle. And they start battling each other. It's the funniest thing. Cause you'll see them hold their phones like this going and they're just tapping away. On the oh my God. In the middle of the store is like, oh, it must be a raid. Okay. You guys go upstairs. It was, it was so crazy. I didn't last very long. I think I played maybe a month and I said, mm -mm, I couldn't do it. I thought about it, but I was like, yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> and I said, and right around the time when it came out is when I had my hip surgery. So I wasn't, you know, so I couldn't walk anyways. Mm. Um, so that I didn't was... have the little scooter, you know, because oh, my, they had me like fresh off the damn operating table. It's like, oh, okay, bitch, let's walk. And I'm like, wait, I just, <laughs> y'all just woke me up. <laughs> you just put the bone in the socket in the bone. Why are we doing this now? Y'all yeah. think this through? Can I call, so, talk to my congressman? <laughs> yeah, so I had, I, I, you know, it was, it was, it was a little rough. So, bless your heart. I'm <laughs> glad you got through that. <laughs> so, Miss Nikki is officially unofficial a pokey a, a a a Pokemon trainer. Okay. Yeah, she's a Pokemon trainer. All <laughs> right. So for my download, y'all know mine is long. I'm gonna keep it short. I'm going to keep it cute today. Okay. okay. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. Um, I already gave my shout out to my, uh, to my Looney Tunes fans. And, mm -hmm. um, and I won't, since we're on a time crunch, I won't, you know, bore y'all with all the updates for all my other games. So I'm going to talk about my new games. So I started a true, um, RPG, um, Knights of the Old Republic 2. And uh, I, I downloaded the game to my iPad. Um, I haven't moved to my computer yet and I haven't um, dared get on a console. <laughs> wow. I'm getting there, y'all. So I downloaded it to my iPad and, and I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I, I was uh, I was dumbfounded, baffled. I didn't know what to do. I was running around in a fucking circle. Um, I was naked for two weeks. <laughs> I just recently, I just recently found a locker that had a miner's uniform in it last night. I kid you not. So now, wow, my girl, and I thought I was gonna have to come here and tell y'all that I'm running around in a damn game with my t-shirt and my panties on. 
The Sims revisited. <laughs> and, the, and the guy that I released from the jail that's helping me out was like, you know, I just not that I not that I'm not enjoying you and your and your bra and your panties. But, uh, you know, go ahead and throw that miners uniform on. So I finally got some clothes last night. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to make better progress. And I guess the best way to learn the game is to actually play the game. So when I get to a point that's difficult, you know, I've learned to save my progress. That way, if I die... Um, you know, I could just load the game back from my last save and just do it all over again. So, you know, um, I'm I'm excited. I'm loving it. It's not a game that I have to play every day, which I love. So there's no dailies to do, you know, um, and things of that nature from my true mobile games. Mm-hmm. So I like that in this aspect. I like that I get to make decisions. Um, and um, it, it just, it reminds me of when I'm watching Leash Capiche play Donna's Dead. So, okay, you know, yeah. And I'm running around with my little, with my med pack. I don't, you know, I don't, my girl got clothes. She ain't naked no more. She got clothes. She got gear. She got two, a we- two weapons. Um you know, she got her little uh, personal shield and, you know, I done found some computer spikes and some security spikes. So, you know, I'm making a little progress. I'm still only level two, but, you know, you got to crawl before you walk. So, um, you know, if you play Knights of the Old Republic um, to the Rise of the Sith, or the, you know, we got the damn name. Of it. <laughs> but do you have to put clothes on? I, you can't just run around naked in the game. No, that was one of my missions. One of my missions was to find a uniform. I don't see no uh, test with Raiden naked. I mean, I think that. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it should be clothing Look, optional. I got tired of watching this bitch run around in this dingy ass onesie. I mean, she was cute and all, but damn, I was like, it's distracted. And everybody that I encountered every human person that I encountered um, made mention of that. Like, bitch, where's your clothes? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I you don't... done been up, you done been in this game for two weeks now. You still naked? Sure, that's yes, kind of like World of Warcraft. <laughs> so you gotta run around <laughs> and get everything. Yeah. I'm naked. Just stay away from me. Go by the tree. Yeah, so Go I'm excited about, excited about my progress in the game. Um, I wanted to jump on and play before we recorded tonight, but I was like, yeah, no. I'm going to get lost in the sauce and, you know, lose track of time. So um, I will be playing tonight. Probably if you stream tonight while you streaming, I'll probably be, you so know, while playing, I stream, right? you'll be lurking. <laughs> I'll be lurking. You'll be lurking. Yes. As always. One of my favorite lurkers. She'll pop up go, hi, how you doing? <laughs> She'll disappear. I'm like, where's she going? I typically stay to, you, to the end unless I fall asleep. If I don't stay to the end, I always let you know when I'm leaving. You do. Yeah. And but I, I appreciate you popping. So through. you're not talking to me randomly. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. But um, so yeah, so that's so nice of the old republic. I'm loving the game. Um and I think I I'm not I don't think I'm ready to jump to console yet, but I'm getting there. So as soon, you know, once I get the inner work in and make more progress in this game, I think I, I, I'm thinking I should be ready. Probably like late spring 
early summer to transition to a true console game. Haven't figured out what's going to be the first game I'm going to play. So y'all, you know, give me some suggestions and, um, and, uh, you know, let's, let's a campaign. What should Miss Angie play? And, um, other than that, the only other game I wanted to report on was, of course, you know, I got to talk about Strike Force. Strike Force! Purple Next. So, as, um, OMG, Home Gamer. Okay. Calls them. <laughs> um, I didn't get Jubilee, and I probably won't get Jubilee because I only have one of my Pimtech characters, um, it's only a two star. Mm. That I can't even think of the name of the damn dude now. Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket is a two star. I can't farm him, and I'm not spending no money on his ass. So <laughs> that's out of the question. She said uh, nope, nope. So I'm, I won't be getting. I won't be unlocking Jubilee the first time, but probably the next time her campaign comes around, I'll I should be able to get Jubilee. You know, unless I happen to be lucky with you know, some orbs and get some, you know, Pimtech. Even if I get them to a three-star, I still probably won't be able to unlock Jubilee this time around. So I've come to terms with that. Um, you know, I had some wine, cried about it a little <laughs> bit. I'm better now. <laughs> she said, I cried about it. But I will get, I will get Bishop. I will unlock Bishop now, okay. you know. I may not be able to get them both. But I'm going to get one of them bitches and it's going to be Bishop. His um, campaign started today. Uh, he's in the blitz, you know, and um, as mobile gamer says, you know, I'm a dirty blitzer because I can send blitz now. And so, you know, I'll, I'll handle, I'll, hopefully I'll, not hopefully, I am going, when I come back next week, I'm going to be like, I got Bishop, y'all. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I got okay. Bishop and I think the next, after Jubilee, the next legendary campaign is going to be Black Bolt. And I think I meant to go look at my team. I might be able to unlock Black Bolt this time, so that will be nice. Okay. If I get Black Bolt, then Bolt, I keep saying Bolt, Black Bolt, then I should be able to unlock Ebony Ma. So I'm really excited about that. And uh yeah, that's my download. All right. <laughs> I'm going to keep my download short and succinct because we are going to try and stay on stay on schedule here, guys. So Duel Links is, for me, I've been playing Duel Links, you guys know, and I have entered into the Kaiba Cup tournament. Um, the last time I played, which was a couple of days ago, I mm -hmm. actually made it from level three up to level 11. I was Yay. on an undefeated streak. Loving it, loving it. So I'm just going to keep pushing. It's going to get shitty. I will say this because I went on YouTube and I was, there's one streamer who, though I can't stand him, he does put out good information. So they're talking about one of the decks to beat is a deck that I possess, which is Noble Knights. And I said, oh, bitch. You love your Noble Knights. <laughs> I do. They, well, they piss off so many people. And I, But you know what? Gravekeepers has been running, running rough shot. So I'm going to continue doing that. Um, Diablo 3, I am in hard mode getting ready to Give go. Give me your shit. Give me your shit. That is legendary, y'all. Give me your shit is now the battle cry for your boy <laughs> on Twitch. And everybody's like, oh, here he go. And they start typing it. Give me your shit. Mm -hmm. So I am in hard mode right now and I'm getting ready to go and save heaven. 
from Diablo. So it's gonna get it's gonna get rough, but I will be probably be streaming that tonight uh, after we're done and see if I can tell them to give me your shit while I'm saving some angels and we're gonna go from there. And that's my download. Is this a game that you can beat like get to the end? Hmm. Diablo three. Is it a game that you can finish? Oh yeah, I finished the normal mode just before I started streaming. Well, as I was actually streaming, and then I went over. I got to. I completed it and got to hard mode as I made affiliate. So pretty much my whole run since I've made affiliate has been on hard, which hasn't really been hard, but the the gear I've been picking up has been beautiful. So, yeah. all right. So we're going to go into our blurred saga. Okay. This is, this is our guest here who is amazingly intimate with the goings on of being the most fabulous midwife. And birth and everything. Miss Nikki, what do you have to regale us with? So let's see here. Blurred Saga. Um, I am all about everything birth and especially the home birth community and what is happening there. Um, I will say that we lovingly are called the outside cats because... <laughs> The birth community, if you are doing something separate and apart from the medical system, mm -hmm. then you are like a feral cat. So oh, I am a part grief. of the black cats. Good grief. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, we um, lovingly actually call ourselves the black cats because we are not a part of, well, we're a part of the system, but not a part of the system, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm definitely in the community and in service to the community and the clients that are there versus being an integral part of the medical system and how they do things. So okay. that's what we're doing over here. Well, thank you so much for what you do. Miss oh, Nikki trying to pull me out of retirement and bring me back into the medical community. Yes, yes, I, I do. mean, I miss it. I do. I miss it. So I love when we get to have our our talks, and you know, I think that after being a provider for like twelve years, and you think that you don't forget that stuff, and then people just ask you random questions, and you're like, you know, <laughs> it ain't like riding a bike. It it is continuously evolving, mm -hmm. and you know, and and things change and get better and you know i'm talking about some shit that's like old and antiquated but you know i do miss it so come on come on back come on back to us you know you want to help out here with the yeah. outside cats i do want to help the outside cats. you know because i have a a special place in my heart even though i was a general practitioner because i was a woman always by default woman's health always fell on me I was always the women's health coordinator and, um, you know, always did like the majority of the PAPs and everything. And, mm -hmm. um, but my passion has always been, you know, um, mother, child, maternal child care, <clears throat> but um, being an enlisted healthcare provider, you know, I didn't, I don't touch, I didn't never touch, you know, women with parasites. So, but, um, but it, again, whenever I had the opportunity to help, you know, I was always there to help and assist. And so, you know, I signed up um, at the nudging of Ms. Nikki. I signed up for um, 
neonatal resuscitation class today. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see where this goes. So for my for my blurred saga. <laughs> she is dancing, y'all. This is this is exciting. I love business. You know, I love learning, you know, about business, working on my MBA. But you know, like I said, I do I do miss uh patient care. And mm. you know, because I was a very um hands-on provider. Um I loved listening to people to figure out, you know, what was going on with them and to help them better. And, you know, I miss that, you know. I like being home and taking care of my babies. Miss City had me making yogurt yesterday. <laughs> oh, look at you. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I made yogurt yesterday. It's part of my food saga, but part of my blurred saga, um, I decided to put my Iron Man kit together. My Iron Man Lego set. And let me tell you, okay, if I thought putting the damn Mandalorian together was a chore, putting fucking <laughs> putting Iron Man together with all them damn red blocks. Jesus. It the strategy I told y'all about last week about separating the blocks by color mm-hmm. didn't work this time. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. It didn't work this time because the majority of there's basically there was basically only two colors, red and gold. And there was a couple of blue pieces and a couple of black pieces, but the majority of them were red and gold. So it took me I do I put them together on the weekends. I think that's my weekend things that don't work on the weekends. And um it took me almost all day Saturday to get Iron Man together, but I got them wow. together. And um, and you know, and I was happy. I still don't think I'm ready to move on to the larger kits. I want to order one. I, I haven't really made up my mind um which one I'm gonna start with. Mm. But again, I think I think I'm gonna shoot for like no more than 250 pieces. No, I think I'm gonna shoot for no more than 500 pieces um that way it'll give me something to do both saturday and sunday and if possible you know maybe do it in a couple weekends and not something that i could do like in a few hours so okay yeah so So that's my lego saga with my new hobby all right um yeah outstanding well i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what else you put together on your legos because yep you better put me a display for I need to put me something together. You know, okay. Once I get my Christmas decorations put up out of my office, don't judge me. Hey, got nothing to say on that. Nothing. The attic is like right here, but my drafting table is covering the attic door. So uh, uh. <laughs> you will not pass here. No. I'm so, move it. So my saga has to do with Twitch. Um it's going really well, believe it or not. I was able, now the next step for me from affiliate is partner. There are three requirements. I have to stream for a certain amount of hours. I have to stream a certain number of days and I have to have a certain number of people average watching me within a certain time period, period of time. Mm-hmm. The, the downside, here's the downside to that. If I, I fulfilled the, the time for streaming, which is 12 hours, Fulfill the days to stream, which is 12 days. 
but I have to average 75 people to watch in order to go to partner. And let me tell you, it is like trying to jump Mount Fuji right now. <laughs> Mount motherfucking Fuji. I'm just like, okay, I am blessed to have what? Nine, I have 95 people following me now, which is wonderful. That is mm -hmm. wonderful. But then the problem Thank is trying- to my gift subscription, whoever sent me the gift subscription. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. No, you're good. That was my friend, uh, my friend E from, uh, she lives in Seattle. And she saw that you have it. She went, there we go. So, hey, girl. Hey, thank you. <laughs> so I looked at that and said, okay, I have 95 people following me. So that means in one sitting, I need 75 people watching in order to fulfill this. So when I tell you I'm on a, I'm a networking motherfucker right now, oh, I am on the grind because in order for me to make partner, I need to do that. Now, mind you, I'm in the position to make money because of the subscriptions and the bits and if people want to donate. Mm -hmm. I don't require it, but every big, everything I make is going back into the service of the Twitch stream. Mm -hmm. But I looked at that 75 and I said, Lord, all I need is this. And this. that's 75 per stream or 75... Average. average or the week or at 75 average during the time period which is a month okay so right now my average is 5.5 okay so you know i told you it's like and i'm probably three and i'm five <laughs> <laughs> hey i'll take um, whatever i can get but i know this is gonna be you a ain't time. cheating you ain't trying i say i log on on two devices um, I like to watch it on my TV. So I log in on one account on my TV because mm -hmm. I'm blind. And then so I can text. I also log in on my on one of my phones so that whenever he says, ask me a question or comments about me, I can respond. <laughs> she does it from two different directions, y'all, but she's yeah. there. So y'all pray yeah. for me that I make 75, average 75 mm -hmm. viewers on this because I really want to make partner because mm -hmm. the financial rewards are greater and the opportunities to do more things is there. So we're going to just keep it going from there. So that is my. Yeah. Tell us where we can find you on Twitch. And oh, I thought you'd never ask. Thank Twitch. you so much. For <laughs> Twitch. Twitch. If you guys Twitch. are on Twitch, look for me. My name is Rogue Catnip. You cannot miss it. R-O-G-U-E Catnip. And if you don't know how to spell catnip, I, I can't help you there. Yeah, meow, baby, meow, <laughs> meow, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we go into our new, uh, a new segment, well, renamed segment called Blurred Screening. And Blurred we're going to talk briefly about TV shows and stuff. And we're not going to take long because I'm really dying to get into this topic for tonight. So what you've been watching? Tell me what you've been watching this week before we get into our reviews. Um, I actually, Tuesday was the, no, Monday. Monday was the season premiere of Black Lightning's final season. Okay. And let me tell you, they don't disappoint, but I'm so mad this is the final season. How do you turn a show that actually has heart and grit and drama and everything and only give it four seasons, but you still got a white boy running everywhere? How do you fit seven seasons of running? Really? Flash? <laughs> Flash, Flash is running all over the place. It's like da -da 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 -da. I'm like, okay, bro, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, I told you I stopped watching Flash after he went back in after the paradox when he went back in 
saved his mama. And I didn't like that storyline. I didn't like that storyline all that time. So I haven't watched it since that season. That was like, they, what, season four? Yeah, they didn't adapt the Flashpoint Paradox story well to the CW yeah. show. So yeah, we will. Yeah, I didn't like it. But, but the yeah. cartoon version is way better. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, I love what they're doing with Black Lightning. First episode was fire. And I'm going to record a preview, I mean, a review of it tomorrow for the YouTube channel. Okay. And um, thank you. Huh? Oh, go ahead. And I'm caught up on WandaVision. Yay. <laughs> I told you. Told you Yay. I was going to get caught up on that. Let me tell you. I'm really liking what they did. I really like what they did. The Easter eggs what are all you over. you been watching, Miss Nikki, before we start talking about WandaVision? Yes, Miss Nikki. I'm not a big TV watcher. I'm such a, like, the TV watches me. And I've been really actually paying attention to the second impeachment trial i'm a politics kind of person so i'm like one of those those type of blurs who just likes politics and what's oh, happening we wish and i've been watching that oh my dad watch it too yeah we wish. okay well then we could talk about that because let me just tell you <laughs> they got all the good dirt on me i was like they got oh they got him so good. They got him chronologically dead to rights from the beginning to the end. And he did it to himself. And I don't care. But look here. But when the sister with the fabulous blue outfit, you know, with the cape came up there sharp is, you know, oh, my gosh. Y'all should see Montel. Montel pulled one of my moves. He done sat back in the chair. <laughs> looking at <laughs> Listen, Girl. she was in there sharp as I don't know what. She came in Yes. And she came in there. All she needed was theme music to roll up in there. Just literally came in exactly. with flourish. Just let me tell you, bitch. I feel something. like I said, this should have been like some female shaft. Like she needed some theme music or something because she came in there like, guess what? And then kept breaking it down. I was I'm like, it was beautiful to watch. I was just sitting there like, yeah. Where was this, Isaac this, Hayes when you need him? Because man, she exactly could have killed that theme song. It's like, dun 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 dun. There she go. Oh, what's this song playing? Shut up, Granddad. Speaking of that, uh oh, I have been revisiting like these old cult classics. Like I probably watched Spaceballs like four times. <laughs> I watched Spaceballs. I watched I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Um, what else did I watch? Oh my god! Can we have a black exploitation like movie night? I feel like we should. Oh, that would be if so we can do with some wine. <laughs> I would be a part of that. I would love to be a part of that if we could do the, some of the original black exploitation, like yes, Shaft, like shafting. Yes, brown. can I just tell you? I think is it Netflix? No, we have to watch Dolomite. <laughs> Please listen. I think Netflix. Yeah, I, I watched um, Jungle Beat. Oh Lord, yeah, I watched Pam Grill the other night. I was like, oh yeah, this was it right here. Mm. It was so good. Coffee yeah. Brown, yes. And what I don't understand is that we appreciate these movies now and they were so pivotal mm-hmm. back then in, in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? So pivotal. And I understand why people started to boycott them and say that, you know, the imagery portrayed in these movies weren't good for Black people. But, you know, it was, this was our life. We, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this they was the time. Movies about what they saw 
mm-hmm. and what was going on in their lives at the time. It might have been like over exaggerated. Like we know Rudy Rudy Ray Moore didn't wasn't no damn kung fu master and shit because he just looked ridiculous in some of them fucking movies. Yeah, he was just a fool. It wasn't no oh, kung yeah, fu master. He was just a fool. But well, they the were quite high, entertaining. Oh, cornbread, early meat. Those man. were classics. They shot yes. cornbread. Yep, I remember. Mother Jugs and Speed. Uh, what? Yes. Man, please. Cleopatra Jones. Let's go. Uptown you Saturday Night. So good. They Let's were do it risque again. at the time. Remember, these movies were risque at the time. Yes, when you see Bill Cosby. Compared Cosby's to the shit that we get nowadays. Oh, Listen. Hot garbage. Richard Fryer. Richard Pryor movies. Oh, remember one? that which scene? Which way is up? You mean which way is up? Wait, you remember that scene when his wife had on her little outfit and she was trying and she had tied him to the bed and pulled out that whip? And what movie is that? My mom probably didn't let me watch that. Which way? I think it was which, which way, way is up. up. <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't. That, that was, was the a, scene. A, a, that listen, I remember Pryor. that like it. Like that. I think that's probably my favorite scene. And. Now I understand why. <laughs> now we're gonna we're gonna get into that in a, in a, in a minute. Um, my mm-hmm. Richard Pryor movies, like so, I like Richard Pryor. Oh, goodness. Um, Eddie Murphy, the, the cleaner Eddie Murphy movies. You know, once I became a teenager, then I could watch because, but like Richard Pryor stuff, like man, they kept the. Them Richard Pryor albums was like porn. They was oh, Richard the Pryor back. live on the Sunset Strip is a classic. Back of the sack. <laughs> Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip. That was one of the first him and between him and Millie Jackson. Listen mm-hmm. to Millie Jackson go on stage. Mm-hmm. A treasure because she lets you have mm-hmm. it. I watched The Golden Child too. I knew you That's were gonna go night. for that scene. I knew you were gonna for that. Please. Please. <laughs> I would be down for a black exploitation movie night. I yeah. tell you what, I yeah, would. We should talk about it, Ted. Oh. We should talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. On one condition, I want. I love to have a night where we can have the classic kung fu movies that we grew up with. Can oh we please? Can we? Can we please do the Five Deadly Venoms? Can we please? <laughs> yes, do the five I was deadly about to venoms? say that. That is my movie. Five Deadly Venoms. Oh yes. come on. You know, Angie, what? I hate all y'all. What all the? Y'all. <laughs> What's up? How did you? We done talked about this two fucking weeks in a row. <laughs> like I love martial arts movies. I just want into. I just went into them like that. I mean, they're I was, not martial art movies. They are kung fu movies. You can't call it like martial arts. Just sounds fancy. This was kung fu movies. I wasn't into. I was into kung fu <laughs> movies. You know, I think it was my best friend. My my best friend growing up as a child was more into the kung fu movies and i think i watched them because of her man yeah. i knew it left at 10 o'clock at night i would rather watch fucking he-man than to watch the kung fu but i watched them you know and it, some of them were real good they were really good i just yeah. don't know them to few titles like y'all are doing and talking getting all excited y'all should see fucking nikki was like jumping in her chair she was so damn <laughs> But see, here's the thing, though they were they were integral part of my childhood because see, like the kid, like uh, the Five Deadly Venoms, I watched multiple times. The kid with the golden arms, I saw multiple times. It was it was literally something that was a part. You know, did y'all see Riz's Iron Fist? Yes, the man with the Iron Fist. Yes, 
And that was Riz's tribute. Mind you, it got a bit cheesy at times, <laughs> but it was still enjoyable at the same time. And you get to the. I got a good laugh out of it. I thought it was funny. I liked it better than um, that CW show. Listen, and I'm even going to say with with maybe some shame Mm -hmm. and maybe a little hint of pride that Kung Fu Hustle was my joint too. I love that damn movie. I did. And my kids loved it. We that is like a cult classic in our family. Write this shit down so I could go watch this. Five Yo, deadly. I'm saying what? what? It's called the you Five gotta, Deadly Venoms. You gotta watch that. I think I got it like on DVD or something. But you know, video now. That's okay. Also, also look up the kid with the golden arms. That was a classic. That both of them. I was like, Yo, just what was that, that one that you just said? Kung Fu Hustle. Okay. The Kung Fu Hustle was like a spoof of the Kung Fu movies. Yeah, it was. They went. They were over oh, the top. Like, um, like Black Dynamite. Yeah, along those lines, but way, way over the top. Way over the top. But, but you gotta admit it was good though. Huh? I love Black. But you gotta admit it was good though. It was. I'm not gonna lie. That was one of them that you had to watch and go. This shit is so unusual, but you can't take your eyes off of it. It's like watching something happen in yeah, slow she- motion. You're I'm transfixed. So proud of you, Nicole. My heart is full. Like your blur card is real coming. It's really coming out. <laughs> I know you didn't even know that it was this bad. <laughs> so she had that shine when she came on. I said, "This is one of us, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of us. She has come from the t- shadows." Okay. Can I tell? Can I tell him what I told you? Yes. Was it yesterday? When I knew this is my my true origins of of blurred life Mm. was when I was a kid. Because I've never been much of a TV watcher. Mm. But as a kid, PBS was my jam. Like, I watched (laughs) PBS like nothing. And I remember, you know how they, like, PBS would have, like, their telethons to raise money for public broadcasting. Why did I get my allowance money and save it up so I could send it into PBS? Because I wanted to make sure it was going to stay on. Because you cared. Because you want to make sure that Zoom didn't get taken off the air. Listen, what? Why don't that you started zoom, zoom, that zoom started my, my love. That was the only way I could watch Doctor Who was on PBS. I we even, didn't have cable. I even watched Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> yeah, me too. I loved Masterpiece Theater. Hello um, and welcome it, to it Masterpiece Theater. My love for for BBC um, television and movies and period classics. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm huge on Monty Python. I love Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes are so dry, Hinn. but they're so funny. Oh and my god! Oh I used to love Benny. Benny Hinn <laughs> was the <laughs> shit. Oh my gosh! Yes. How about a sexy party? Yeah. And they are running around with the women. I'm like, that's close to porn. You're gonna get on national TV. Yes. All right, you guys. Let's get into Wild Division. Let's get into wide division. So they probably gonna mute now because she. <laughs> so, one division is actually getting really good in the fact that yeah. the Easter eggs are blowing up. Woo! They are Listen, coming, man. Did you pee your pants when she opened the door at the end? I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. I am halfway through that episode. But you know what? It's not a spoiler because I'm going to watch it because I'm one of these people. You can tell me what happens. I'm still going to watch it because I want to get 
the general effect behind yeah, the but I didn't say who was on the other side of the door. I just Ooh. said, oh, you trying to okay, as long as it ain't Gina Carano, we good. Um, no. Man. But it's, it's so freaking good right now. I've been catching mm-hmm. Easter eggs left and right. And I love how they've got uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but she is playing Monica Rambo. I love how they got her cast. She mm-hmm. is she is seriously the one character that they have the original actress from the Thor movie, the sister. Oh yes, That's the scientist, yes, the girl Darcy. from um, yep, Darcy from Two Broke, Two, two Broke, bro- Two Broke Girls. Yeah, Darcy two Broke was, Girls. Yeah, Darcy was She's from the- Thor: Dark World. Yeah, so I'm loving it. It's and, and it's so good. Now I can say after watching episode three, four, and five. Now episodes one and two make way more sense to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was, I think that was a point because they wanted yeah. you to see, wanted you to stick in. So you'd be like, what is going on? Yeah. So I'm really hyped to see where else they go with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for tomorrow to see I, what's going to, I'm ready to see what's going to go down tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I want to know what, you know, what's going to happen with vision. You know, is he going to be an integral part in pulling, um, Wanda back to reality so you know I'm looking for it I'm, I'm looking I'm loving WandaVision me right too. now so me too yeah I'm, right. I'm, I really want to see some more action though because I want to see what you know like Monica Rambo said like is she controlling all of this this is a new high for her and her powers and what she can do it is to be able to control all of these people and change everything that it still it still fits like when when monica got booted out and they switched her out of her clothes and what she was wearing but then you find out that you change the style but it's still the kevlar that she wore when she walked in the first when she got drawn in in the first place I yeah, said, it's still her. It's her same clothes, and she just changed it. Mm-hmm. So, so that's awesome. I'm loving this. But I'm then loving, again, Wanda Scarlet Witch has always been one of the most underrated and one of the most powerful characters in Marvel. So it was okay. about time. All right. So we are hyped. Let's talk about one of the Easter eggs. Did you catch our attitude when they mentioned Captain Marvel? <laughs> like, I want to know what the fuck is going on with that. <laughs> I saw that today and I said, oh, the shade. Oh, my God. Like, what is going on? Yo, with with Monica. But you know what that means, though, because if you think about it, to me, that's paying homage to the fact that they considered uh, Brie Larson's Captain Marvel the quintessential when in actuality in comics, she wasn't Captain Marvel. Mm. She Monica Rambeau was the first Captain Marvel. But I'm thinking... In, in WandaVision, I'm thinking it had something to do with her mom, with her not being there, her not coming back, you know, when her mom was sick and, you know, she's supposed to be her mom's best friend, mm-hmm. you know, and as far as we know, we haven't seen her since the snap, the first yeah. snap. They call it the snap or call it the blip. I'm just like either one of those. Right. Garbage. And so and and so and now we know that Monica was one of the people that disappeared with the snap. Mm-hmm. Doesn't remember anything. So mm-hmm. she doesn't even know 
that Carol came back for the second snap that brought her back. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see that storyline. And, and you know what I would love to see? Mm. And it's just me dreaming. This is just a blurred girl dreaming. Okay. I would love to see a Monica Rambeau spinoff from WandaVision. If they do it right, I would too. The key, the key. Everybody got to say that. Because, (laughs) because right now, Marvel, right now, Marvel is what I call probationary period. Because though they've been making good shows, sometimes the shows go to ass, Iron Fist. So right now, with them being on, see, that's not that that hasn't been on Disney Plus. That's a different group of people. I know, but it's still CW is different. It no, first of all, that's Netflix. Second of all, it's still a Marvel reputation on the line. It's still Marvel reputation. But I think they can can pass judgment after Falcon and Winter Soldier come out, which I'm really excited for. So we will. We will. I didn't see the. I didn't see the trailer because I didn't watch the Super Bowl. Girl. But I will watch it. I will watch it before next week. Please do. It's going to be a banger. That show is going to be a banger. So I'm excited about that. So that was our blurred screening. I am excited for our subject. I'm ready to talk about our topic. Yes. You You know, last year we did two episodes on blurred love. Okay. Was it? Wow, it was two episodes. We did. We did two episodes. We had to continue it. (laughs) (laughs) We had so much to say. We had to stop because we was going long. And then we continued it on the second episode. Yeah, So we did. You were were giving me the business. You came back. And you came back. Night too. (laughs) She came back and she's like, Mata, I'm so sorry. After I listened to myself, I was like, man, that was so hard. But, you know. I mean, granted, I understood, but at the same time, I was like, just please let me save a piece. No. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm just trying to yeah. save my piece. I'm like, you ain't even trying. You ain't even trying. She trying and you ain't even letting her try. But you know, I'm on the outside looking in. But anyway, so it's February. Yes. And we all know that old dreaded day is smack dab in the middle of February. And, you know, some of us blurred. Some of us are successful, you know, and have partners, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and if you, you know, you want to spend a little quality time with your mm-hmm. partner, Miss mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nikki gonna give us some pointers because <laughs> she wanted, she wants to have a convo with me about something called a Yanni massage. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that another time, ladies and gentlemen. Brown chicken, brown cow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But for all of you blurs out there that do have somebody, you know, me and Montel single, Jesus, mm. pray for us, y'all. <laughs> Lord, she'll have better luck than me because, Lord, this, this streak has been going long, long. You know, I've been dibbling, dabbling with dating. It, you know, it ain't all that. I dating did, oh, over that 40 is crazy. Dating at almost 50 is even crazier. Dating over 50 is damn near impossible. Basically, because <laughs> <I'm like>, mm, <laughs> you sound like so good. Because you say, uh uh-uh, uh, no, you sound like a cat. I can't date you. <laughs> my, my thing with the, I don't even think I could call them gentlemen that I'm 
um, that I'm uh, interacting with is like, I guess they figure because we so fucking old that we could just jump all the pleasantries and get right to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, I'm a prude. I'm a Virgo now. Don't get it twisted. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. So everything you heard about Virgos is absolutely true. <laughs> oh, but, right. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I'm I'm also a, a little prude. You know, let's talk about it. What say you, ma'am? <laughs> so you're just selective with your um with how you come out with your kink, maybe or That's a better way to put it. I, yeah, so it's not necessarily being approved. You're just selective about Actually. who you decide that you don't want to be approved with. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel you on that wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that too, because not everybody should be allowed into that special chest to discover those little bit things about you because we hold them close to the vest. They help define who we are. And you mm-hmm. want to be able to show it to somebody that you know will regard them just as highly as you and not take them mm-hmm. frivolously. Mm-hmm. But my thing is labels. And I think and we talked about, we've talked about this before. Um with how we as blurred people can't get past the exterior people can't get past our interest <laughs> yeah to to the person yeah you know what i'm saying yeah unfortunately and, then, and and how that affects your because i feel like you know you, your health is like a trifecta so mm-hmm. you you got to take care of yourself physically Mm-hmm. You got to take care of yourself mentally, you know. And I also feel like a part of that mental health is your sexual health, you know. And and I think it's a good thing. Definitely with the with self care, with self love as well. With, with your self care and 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 self love, and uh, I think. Some people are, I don't know how to word it. <laughs> Speak as you can. Don't worry. We're all people here. Yeah, we grown. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, I think some people are more expressive than others. Is that a good time? Actually, yeah. I think I think. I'm drowning here. No, actually being more. <laughs> I would say expressive. I would say just being able to help them comprehend a little bit better is comprehension because you know we all have our kinks some of them may not even identify them as kinks and and i know what mine are but at the same time before you get to that point you've got i want you to get to know me and in on an intimate level besides that because before we get to that i want to be able to know that i can trust you physically with me with my being with who I am, because I'm, I'm literally hoping that I can just strip down to who I am, completely reveal myself, and you'll go, oh yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. Talk about levels of intimacy, Miss Nikki. Yes, Miss Nikki, let us know this. So. 
I think when we talk, like I'm listening to what you're saying. So are you demisexual? Are you sapiosexual? Because I think that it all happens from like, you know, for me, like I cannot just randomly be with people. Mm -hmm. There has to be that connection. And like you said, you have to be able to get through those layers in order for me to trust you enough to be my very genuine me. Okay, tell us the difference between the two. Well, I can tell you straight up, I'm I'm a demisexual. Tell, tell us the difference between a demisexual and a sapiosexual. Okay, well, you I'll give you you define demisexual and I'll define sapiosexual. How about that? Okay, a demisexual is someone who has a intimate connection, an emotional connection with them. Um, there has to be somebody who I feel. I can create a bond with before I can give myself to them physically. It doesn't have to be closed in, but it could be maybe just a, just a scratch at first, but then it builds. And then that built that trust builds. And then at that point I say, okay, I have shown you all of me. I appreciate that. Let's get to it. And a sapiosexual is someone that finds intelligence sexy. So I may not look at a person on like, I, you know, their exterior means nothing to me, mm-hmm. but they give me some stimulating conversation. And I realize that they are intelligent and can, you know, like get me there. I'm like, yes, I'm attracted <laughs> to that person. Right. And then once you get that connection, the demisexual part of it, then you're like, oh yeah, we in there. This is, this is what I want to be with right here. Mm-hmm. I think I may be a hybrid of both. That's possible. It, it's I've seen people that are like Nikki that. shaking her head. She's like, yeah, girl. That's you. I think that it, they kind of go together in the sense and that, you know, yeah. it's like that intellectual stimulation does something for you. Mm-hmm. And then when you realize that there's a little bit more to that person and there's that bond and that real interest, then mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. And see, unfortunately, as blurs, we run into that because there's always that initial judgment when people find out that we like certain things that are not part of the norm, which, Mm -hmm. which to me is such a bullshit title. Anyway, what's normal. Normal is based on someone else's perception. Like my normal is you come in my house, you see posters, you see comic books, you see statues. That's my normal, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. clearly define all of me. Mm -hmm. So I, I can, I can see that, but that initial judgment is what frustrates the fuck out of me pardon my german I, you can see me have like i have my goggles on my head and i got my my hoodie on not realizing that i can carry on a very intelligent conversation on just about any topic presented to me and speak as if i just walked off the floor of the fucking senate but all you see are the goggles and the hoodie so you mm-hmm. missed out yeah i think my outward expression isn't as blatant as yours in it and for me it's hard for people to get past my exterior because you know I compartmentalize everything Mm. you know and once I put you in a box you're there you know what I'm saying Mm. and even for (laughs) me personally you know, I, I admit that I'm guilty of labeling people and then not being able to get past that label. 
Mm. You know, it's almost like friend zoning somebody. Oh, I know about the friend zone. Trust me, yeah. I got a house with a two-car garage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I think I'm a little bit more fluid with how I deal with people. Okay. Because I um I don't know if it's the flighty Aquarian in me. I don't know. But I'm very <laughs> fluid with my relationships with people. But then I I I don't do the compartmentalizing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, but either I like you or I don't like you. Either I deal with you or I don't deal with you. So there's not a there's whole no middle ground. In, right. There is no middle ground. If there's something about you that I don't like, then I just like have zero emotion hmm. and I could care less about what happens to you. But yeah. if you're my friend and I care about you, you got me 110% loyal to the end, even to a fault. So sometimes I shouldn't even be that loyal and caring. <laughs> you yeah, sound like I'm me. I'm the same way. I, I'm, I'm the exact same way. And I think that for me and my journey, being a blurred in my quest for love, it's hard for people to understand the entity that is me. Mm. You know, yeah. because I've been told that I appear to be cold and emotionless it's hard to read me you know but like Nikki said it only takes one thing for me to write you off and then I'm done I can be friends with you I can talk to you um I can converse with you and hang out but again my Everything about me is compartmentalized. Everybody's in a little box. With my friends, it's different. You know, I I love my friends. I'm loyal to a fault, as Mm. Nikki said. But but once I'm there, once I'm in, I'm all in, like 110%. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then once I'm there, then you'll see... I'm not necessarily going to say the real me because the real me is what is outwardly presented. Then you see the flip side, the then you see the cold, the cool side of the pillow. You know, mm. everybody, everybody gets joy when they flip that pillow over, you know, and it's nice and cool. Well, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I believe in loyalty. If mm-hmm. I, if I call you friend, that's not a word I throw around lightly. I can sit there and say, well, that's my friend. But I have, when I say that word, that means I believe it. I believe that word. So mm-hmm. for me, it's okay. What loyalty have you shown? How have you performed in my life? Do you add to it? Do you take away from it? Are you someone that I know won't stab me in the back if I turn around? I have friends that I'm loyal to the end. There are people I have cut off because in the end, I've only got me. Mm-hmm. And it also goes with love, too, because you want to be all in, but you're going to be careful in how you proceed because you don't want to give your heart to the wrong person. I did that shit twice. It sucks so bad because you're on a now your guard, your wall is higher. Your guard is thicker. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but I want to love again. I want to love again. Yeah. I want to be I want to be good people. I want to meet someone that will look at me and go. 
I love him because he he just he's there and he has shown me who he is and I accept mm-hmm. all of that and vice versa. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, and I think you know, and we're going to continue our quest. We're not going to go down this rabbit hole. Um, no, I'm sitting there like that. Just sounds so beautiful. Can it happen? Like for real? Like right now, I just got me and my dog, and my dog loves me. I live with three I people. Think my dog loves me. I live with three people. Me, myself, and I. Ain't no animals up in here. I barely have a hard time feeding me. <laughs> I'm gonna bring another animal in my house. Listen, but I y'all can say what y'all want to say. You're a cat person. I'm yeah. allergic to cats, but I do like cats actually. And I became a dog person when I realized that I can't be a cat lady. So I was so, like, well, I guess I'll be a dog lady. And so have intimately, my dog. you um, are a cat lady, but you just can't. Yeah, think. yeah. The ones I, were there. Once we're there, you know, and and the and the wall is broken down, and you know you're blissfully in new love, and Aww. you wanna celebrate this Valentine's Day coming up. Oh, I said it, the dreaded word. <laughs> I ain't no Valentine hater. I I just I don't know. I just think it's overrated. I would I don't. I'm that type of person that's like, you know, I want my Valentine every day. But um, I'm a weirdo. I will, if there's someone in my life that I really care about that mm-hmm. I call friend or close me and not because I don't have a girlfriend. So I buy stuff for the people that I care about. Mm-hmm. So I'll do it for my best friends. And I yeah, I'm putting stuff because for me, you know, gifts are nice. And, but for me, it's more so the little things that matter, you know, right. like one of my love languages, um, I feel like people who have been in relationships with me <laughs> may oh say differently. <laughs> but I think my two are quality time and personal touch. Like you ain't got to tell me shit. You don't have to buy me anything, but you know, I enjoy just being in the same room with you. Mm-hmm. If you're watching TV and I'm reading a book or vice versa, or I'm playing my game and you're playing your game, you know, and this subtle little things like just reaching out and even just touching me on the hand or, you know, I date this guy once who just loved to play with my hair I'm not saying that it bothers me because y'all know I don't like people touch me. I don't like people in my personal space at all. And it creeps me out when people touch me um, or get close enough. And all I can think about is this motherfucker about to touch me. Oh my gosh. I can only imagine but how once, she felt about me though. Because <laughs> there are times. But once my level of comfort, you know, once I'm at a comfortable level, to me, that's a telltale sign. If someone touches me or gets close to me and I don't cringe, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know, and I allow you to, excuse me, I'm sorry, touch me on my, my leg, hold my hand, you know, um, and as I was saying, I, you know, dated this guy once that used to love to I had braids. I used to wear braids. I wore braids for like three, four years. And he's always loved to touch my braids. And one of my girlfriends pointed it out to me. Hey, Queen. Hey, girl. Hey. 
my god he's so into you and he's just he's just touching your hair and he's just looking at you and yada 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 and again I didn't have that type of connection with him and so I didn't appreciate it at the time but now I see you Mm. know that you know that's one of my one of my telltale signs you know as I said before it's like yeah if I allow you into my intimate space like if I allow you into Angie-topia that's a good thing (laughs) if you can touch me freely and I'm not (laughs) <laughs> she she came up with this term it's it's amazing however comma this is the first i've heard of this so angie <laughs> so i think if you're angie topia can i be nikki land i like that okay so nikki land and angie topia and okay oh goodness i get it i i guess i'll i guess My I'll, world. okay i'm down with that patriot land Patriot land. Yeah, I'm down with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Montel in the hood. Give me your shit. (laughs) Give me your shit. Uh -uh, Hilarious. Give me your shit. So yeah, so you know, um, I'm trying to bring it back to different levels of intimacy. Let's talk about it. Because every because it's different for everyone, you know. And how does that, how does it help? I remember sharing with Montel the other day um, when I would have people come in and see me and to tell me that they were like, oh, I'm having trouble sleeping and yada, yada, yada. And one of the first questions that I would ask them is, well, are you having sex? Mm. (laughs) And and that was legit one on. of my first questions and they would look at me crazy and I was like you know are, are you having sex are you having good sex are you having enough good sex you know because again I feel like it's a part of being healthy self-care and just maintaining your overall well-being and stability so you know what do you think about that with Nikki. I agree. Maybe I need to sleep better. Like I'm just saying. <laughs> but but it, no, but you know, okay, all jokes aside, it is a very healthy part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a healthy sex life, mm-hmm. then I feel like that's what makes people all anxious and stressed out. And maybe if you don't have a partner, you better have a good sex life with yourself. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that either. Incorporate whatever you need to incorporate into it. But you have to be able to have some type of an outlet. You have to have some type of a stress reliever. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. sex is a fabulous stress reliever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it is, especially when you have no other options. So now you have to be creative because, you know, a lack of partners. Yeah, so so self stimulation is good. Uh, I would say absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is a fabulous thing. The only the only part that That's I do feel so that, smooth. 
about my skin so soft and supple. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) The only thing that's missing with the self-stimulation is the intimacy that comes with having a partner. So, you know, you can be your own partner in crime, but it's a little bit different when you have the intimacy and the human touch that I think a lot of us realized, mm-hmm. like I'm truly an introvert, mm-hmm. but when we were, you know, sheltering in place during COVID, I actually realized that I missed human contact mm-hmm. in a way that I never thought I would. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not a touchy feely kind of person, but mm-hmm. when I was able to like hug somebody, I was like, this really feels good. Oh my gosh, I really do kind of miss this a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing, but you know, we are human and we need physical touch. We need stress relief. We need that level of intimacy and, you know, relationships, whether they are sexual relationships Mm -hmm. or even friendships, like you have to have some type of human contact with people. Mm -hmm. We thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're able to maintain our humanity as long as we're able to continue to nurture that. And when it's cut off, we we too tend to go to our baser instincts on certain things. And I agree with you. I am by nature, I am an intimate person. While self-love is fine, that piece is always missing. And it and it does, and like the kids say nowadays, it hits different. Yeah, I could take mm-hmm. care of that just about every day without a problem. Mm-hmm. However, uh-huh. comma, it hits different when there's human contact and not necessarily meaning intercourse, maybe just the intimacy of being touched and being caressed and, and even held. That right. brings your body to a different state and it, and it brings you to a different mindset. So the release is that much more enjoyable and fulfilling because there was a proper buildup instead of, well, I'm just going to go down here and get on the computer. Nah, I... Like I said, we could do that anytime, but I'm an yeah. intimate person anyway. I, mm-hmm. I I love being touched. I love touching. I love to be held. I love holding. I've just always been that type of person. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. as a man, it is a lot harder to find somebody who has that same mindset because mm-hmm. there's that level of security that's always in place mm-hmm. because of the actions of others up until this point when you meet somebody you don't know what trauma they've been through. You don't know what drama they've been through either. So now you have to be patient and be willing to say, okay, what's going on? Is this person worth waiting to find out more about them? I don't know. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, that's the hardest thing is getting through that, that phase. And that's what I was talking about initially is that now it's People want to like, look, we old. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, let's get let's get wrecked to the wrecked to the hanky panky, you know. And for me, I'm a sensual person, but that's the the self stimulation. It's just not my thing. You know, I, I get nothing from it. So maybe on that aspect, again, like you were saying. It's the human factor that's the block for me, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm just like, why waste my time? Because I ain't going to do nothing but get fucking pissed off, you know? 
Girl, you need some better toys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know me that shit all the time. <laughs> Look, I got a drawer for you. You know oh my, my setup. You know my setup. I'm good. I will, I will assume your setup. Mine is really simple. <laughs> no, Nicole knows my setup. But brown chicken, brown cow, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's the name of that drawer? Oh, that's the brown chicken. Oh, for me. I think I can really identify with what you said about being human. And I didn't realize I was missing that component until I was home every day mm. here by myself, you know, and don't get me wrong. I love my quiet and I love my peace. And I'm the type of person I want company. I want intimacy, but I want that quiet. Don't fucking talk to me. Let's just let's communicate telepathically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like your actions, your body language is more of what I need than actual physical, than actual conversations. Mm-hmm. And I love to talk. You know this. I could talk. I do. I love to talk. I love to talk to different people. I love to talk about different things. But for me, intimacy is amplified in silence and touch. Mm-hmm. I see. I understand what you mean. That's my thing. You know what I mean? That's my thing. Well, at the end of the day, we all want to be loved and coddled on and everything we are different Mm -hmm. so we're going to so it's always going to be a factor to find somebody that will look at us regard Mm -hmm. us get to know us be willing to take the time to be patient in that intimacy which i'm not going to lie even though people are like well you know guys just want to hit it and quit it no no see for me it's a slow grind it's a slow grind Women want that too. And I think that's a misconception. I think that's a misconception. And I think that it's very disparaging in how sexuality for men versus women is perceived because women are expected to be um, reserved and uh, typically monogamous. And I think a lot of, whereas you'll have a man that has multiple partners and it's okay. It's a good thing. You know, he getting props, but I got multiple problems, multiple problems. Yeah, that's right. Problems, multiple partners and I'm a hoe. You know what I'm saying? But that's also Um, societal perception too, because I don't actually don't see that. Look at that little Harvey girl. Hmm? Steve Harvey's daughter. I don't pay attention to them goofy people. No, she she's a serial dater. And she's, you know, dated some pretty, you know, um, well-known men in the industry. Mm-hmm. And, and society as a whole is judging her as, look, she's not, um, she's just hoeing around. She's shopping for the biggest bidder. You know what I'm saying? But when you have a, a man mm. who does the same thing, you know what I'm saying? He, he's just 
oh, he's just dating. That's just a man being a man. But so, see, he, so why is it different for women? And, and, and I understand where you're coming from, but here's my thing. Who is they? Because their words don't define what I do. They are, they are, they are not the definition of Montel. They'll have their opinions. That's fine. But their opinions don't mean squat to me. When someone says, well, she's this, she's that, he's this, he's that. Okay, what makes you a subject matter expert? Are you just being discerning because that's not something you approve of? Honestly, if you are a young, if you are a lady and you have multiple male friends, okay. Because I'm, I'm going to say you are an adult. You have made that decision to do that. That's not reason to give you a title. No reason whatsoever. I have a friend of mine who has, who's polyamorous. She has multiple partners and she's happy. She takes care of herself. She has all, all, all boundaries have been defined and she's enjoying mm -hmm. life. They come to an understanding, but most of the people who do this are people who are trying to be prude and not and, and approved in the sense where, well, I don't approve of that. Why does your approval mean anything? You weren't around when I was born. You didn't raise me. Now, even if my mom has something to do with it, the first thing my mother would tell me is, Monty, you are grown. You will do what you will do. I am not going to judge you at all because you are my son and I love you. There you go. But I, I, understand, I understand where you're coming from. It's just people, the, the wrong people are the judges and they, they clearly define these stereotypes. And I don't like that because that's not me. That's not you. That's not Nikki. So, that's really refreshing to hear you say that but you know my question to you is if you met a woman who was polyamorous would you be willing to date her knowing that you could be one of you know two partners that she has honestly yeah simply because I'm not concerned about what she does outside she tells me and I respect that I'm part, I've been part of the community for a while. I know folks that are polyamorous and they're beautiful people. I know folks that have two and three partners living together and they're amazing folks. I'm not the judgmental type. Mm -hmm. If I meet someone and she says, oh, I'm polyamorous. I have this person, this person. Really, tell me about them. This, 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 this. Okay, cool. Would you have a mm -hmm. problem with that? No, because when we're together, that's our time. That's our time. High five. I love that. I love it. That's what I'm talking I always, about. I'm like, I, I yes. think I think about that and I hear and it sounds great. And I always think about I always go back to the movie and the TV show. She's gotta have it. Mm. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> See, where again, and we're talking about society. Because I'm gonna liken this to just to to women and sexuality and being a blurt there are stereotypes and it is really different everything that you're saying is well and it's refreshing as nikki said and it's talking a good game and plenty of people plenty of not people men will say that and that is a typical male answer until that male is actually faced with a woman who is sexually fluid and and who is free. I agree. But I've been there before. So I can only go by my own experience. Mm -hmm. And we are still friends to this very day. 
She just did not vibe with me, which I'm cool with. I'm not everybody's, you know, everybody's cupcake. That's all right. Someone's going to see me as that Swiss roll they're looking for. But in the meantime, and I get what you're saying. I do truly get what you're saying. If you've got someone who says this, but doesn't follow through what they say, they use their words as a gateway just to get in. And then when they get mm-hmm. in, you find out that they're a totally different creature. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. That's the dumbest, stupidest thing in the world. Unfortunately, you have these male chauvinist assholes who pulled that stunt. And now mm-hmm. you put this lady in a position that she shouldn't have been in because she trusted you. And it flips both ways. A woman could put a man in the same position and he trusted her. So it's not even defined by by gender. It's more of just human nature. Mm-hmm. It's all human nature. I can only go by what I know. It's all out there for a pimp. It's all, it's, it's <laughs> art. for real. <laughs> no doubt. That's why I'm laughing. It's a like, word. And you know, and I know Nikki can agree to this. You can't, you can't let the, you can't, like you said, you let your bird flag fly. Mm-hmm. Good on you, bro. But with the freak flag, mm, no, you just, you can't, you can't fly it for everybody. Because it's not going to be accepted the same. And it'll be misunderstood. Absolutely. That's the other thing. Just because I'm kinky, you don't mean you getting it and I ain't free like that. So right. let's don't just... mean it's an automatic. Yeah. Mm-mm, not at all. And I'm very open-minded, but that doesn't mean that I am open to you. To you. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, hamburger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really different. It's... Because people, and when I say people, I mean men, expect things, especially especially when, like, there was a t- like I don't share a lot. I'm not an oversharer when it comes to certain aspects of my life, and so when I get to the point where I do want to share some things, mm-hmm. sometimes it goes well you know, and, and we're able to move forward and keep going. And then sometimes, and here you go, that shit kicks in the expectations of the, the openness and the freeness is an automatic get out of jail free card, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, so you say you like this and you say you want to do this and you into this and you into that. <laughs> Boom, let's go. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I was ready for you. <laughs> Facts. I knew that that was for you. You know, and I know it, it happens a lot of a lot of times in in the lifestyle, and a lot of times it it causes big problems, mm-hmm. and it safety problems, especially for women, especially for unicorns. Yeah. Yeah, you know? thinking about that, you're right. You're absolutely right. In the end, we all that's all we want is just to be loved and desired and wanted and respected. You know, with Valentine's Day coming up, you know, a lot of people are going to have those opportunities and some of us aren't. So me, to me, it's another day. Yep. And I'm going to just use, I'm be using one of my love languages and just shower love on those who have been there for me since day one mm-hmm. and as new people come into my life i will spoil them as such as well yeah i was 
I have to say that I'm very interested. That include me. I'm new in your life. Girl, I, you but, already got carte blanche. I, I don't know what you worried I, about. You already in. You in. You in, boo. Thank you. Thank you. Put me down on the like spoil list. Totally I like being on the spoil list. Has me totally intrigued with this um <laughs> Yanni massage thing. But oh but my gosh, you, I didn't think we we're gonna mention that. But let, me, but let me tell you how much yes. of a blurred I am. So. But see, I do that too now. Anyway, I do that too. A lot of wait, time. you do Yanni massage. Believe it or not, I have done it. I have done it. This is a mind that can be clinical when necessary. It is not, and to me, the human body is beautiful. It is not about the physical, the sexual aspect. To me, it's all about the comfort. It's all about relaxation. And to be honest, every part of the body can be touched a certain way to relax somebody, depending on who it is. So when I- Thank when, you. Now, when she told me about the Yachty massage, I was like, wait a minute, I've done that before. I just didn't know it had a name. I've just I've done it before. So he literally said that. He was like, that has a name. <laughs> <laughs> it is a thing. So, I, but so I'm guessing cool. that you've never heard of a lingam massage. Never heard of that. Great. Now okay, I got keep it. going. We listening. Well, a lingam massage is it is a you know, like a, a female massage. A lingam massage. It's non-sexual, you know, it's more sensual where you focus on the shaft. Mm. The shaft and not the head. It's stroking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not right. like not avoid, like a hand job. Avoid the more sensitive areas because the head is the most sensitive. So yeah. you know, you you go more towards the not as sensitive but still quite receptive mm -hmm. i got you yep and then you incorporate the the inner thigh you know the lower abdomen interesting my nerd self read a book on it when i when i lived in <laughs> dubai, i think when i was living in dubai angie's new nickname I'm, i my new name for nickname for angie is the researcher <laughs> So Listen, you find out the okay, answer for this. Um, Give me a day. I got you, boo. Give me a day. <laughs> <laughs> you we think always that, need those kinds of friends in our lives. Yeah, you Amen. think that you can go. I, I do, you know, go to YouTube, Pinterest, you know, Google, because I can find out just about how to do everything. But, you know, you can also find anything that you want to learn in a book. Facts. <laughs> Lots of good stuff in those things. That's Lots true. Lots of good stuff in between those covers. So, <laughs> well, I think we should go ahead and close the book on this episode because uh, this has been one. Y'all look that up. Look, tell us what you think. Have you performed a lingam or a yanni massage? Do you know what a yanni is? Mm, <laughs> now it's time to do your research. Put Google to work, y'all. Come on, CK. <laughs> I know you got something to say about this. <laughs> CK's going to send us. She's going to send us a voice message. I'm waving. It's like, what you got? What you got? Let's go. Webster, I would like to know what Webster thinks about this. And Ms. Oh, Webster shoot. style. Oh, my I, gosh. It's like you said, I'm not going to call her that no more. It's too late. I love you, you just girl. Did. Hey, girl. Hey. You just did it. 
<laughs> and we are coming we are at the end of our another episode of the blur core speaks podcast you guys thank you guys mm-hmm. so much for joining us hopefully you enjoy this discussion Thank you to our esteemed guest, Miss Nikki. Thank you so much for coming. Oh my God, I had so much fun. I'm like, can I come back next week? This was awesome. <laughs> well, you know, you do, you know, I don't know if we announced it before, but Miss um, Nikki, the, the kinky midwife, is developing her own podcast. Yeah. She's going to talk about, she's going to talk about what other people won't talk about. And this was just, you know, like the tip of the iceberg. Um, trying to keep it blurred, trying to keep it about love. And, um, you know, so be on the lookout for that. Definitely. When she gets mm. ready, she has invited me to be one of her first guests and I'm excited. Oh yes. <laughs> so it, really it came from this because when you were talking about doing a podcast, I was like, Oh, that's really fun. That sounds nice. But I'm always having these conversations with people, whether it's with clients or friends, that people will ask me the questions that they really are not comfortable asking, mm-hmm. you know? And so I said, you know what? I get to talk about sex and women's health topics all the time. It's a part mm-hmm. of my job. Right. And I feel like um, I missed my calling being a sex therapist and counselor because that's so woven into what I do all you know, the you time. You can always specialize, honey. I know. Like maybe I'll go back to school for that too. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I said, you know what? I need to have a conversations and and have girl talk. Mm-hmm. And I've listened to some other podcasts and what I did not like about the conversation was there was so much judgment. Yeah, that right. was you know like they would talk about toys and like oh my god I would never do this and I'm like how are you gonna have a conversation with people but you're bringing your own biases to the table right. I mean don't get me wrong I have my own but if we're having a conversation I feel like all sides need to be presented and right. we're talking about Yanni massage Yes, let's talk about it from a perspective where people are educated about it. If it's not your thing, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I always say, don't yuck anybody else's yum. Don't do that. <laughs> I love that. Because that, that's what I said when she was like, I was a yuck massage. I fucks with this woman. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to more conversations. So, Ms. Nikki, when you let us know your podcast is off the ground, trust and believe let you know i will definitely keep y'all posted yes i want to close out by saying one thing and i was going to use this for my speak out and i thought it was kind of weird because i actually never met this person in real life i've never even had a conversation stalker (laughs) okay no problem but i was you know um mind my own business being nosy on instagram a couple nights ago um i was up late playing Knights of the Old Republic and I decided to, to scroll Instagram and blurred over silhouette challenge came up. <laughs> I watched the silhouette challenge and I had a crazy ass dream about this little boy. <laughs> oh my God. The silhouette challenge is something for real. Yeah. yeah. Serious. Hey, God, hey. <laughs> All right. You must We're have seen coming. that one that's on Twitter. <laughs> no, you're going to have to send me some, honey. But anyways, it, w- it wasn't nothing crazy. It was like, it, 
there's this guy that gets out of prison in the game that helps um, my character through the missions. And so I was in the game. I was actually in the game of the world. And now Blurred Over was my guy that was in the comm center that was talking to me and helped me and helping me get along the way. I'm like, this is crazy. I never even met this child. Anyway. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> but you know what? On that note, we're going to go ahead. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Please don't forget to show support. And once again, we thank our guest, Miss Nikki. Thank you so much for your time and your, your wisdom and your enthusiasm. Thank you so much, sweetie. Thank you. Loved it. <laughs> I look, more, look forward to more conversations with you. Absolutely. This was dope. Yeah. And as always, Montel. From your boy Montel. Stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay sexy, and please stay safe. Listen, stay open-minded. Give those lingam and those yanni massages a chance coming up this weekend. Oh my gosh. I have spoken. <laughs> Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>